0: Just like movies, many video games have intricate storylines and characters. And as in Hollywood, there are conversations about how video games represent the LGBTQ community. Less than 2% of all games feature LGBTQ characters or storylines, even though a study by Nielsen and the advocacy group GLAAD found that one in five American gamers identify that way. NPR's Katie Klein looked into the disparity.
1: Veronica Ripley plays video games for a living, streaming for a live audience on Twitch. She created an online community for trans gamers called Transmission Gaming. She wanted trans people to have a safe place to play Overwatch, a multiplayer shooting game.
0: It's difficult when you're trans to hop on voice chat with random people because you open yourself up to criticism or potential harassment.
1: But according to Glad, the anti-LGBTQ gamers are in the minority. Ripley said video games were critical in her understanding of gender. One game that made a big impact was The Sims.
0: You can make an avatar and explore what it's like to try on a different gender for a little while. Games that allow people to do that are some of the best games for queer folks, in my opinion.
1: Ripley has a similar story to a growing number of gamers who identify as LGBTQ, which is 17% of people who game an hour or more a week and 19% of gamers who play 10 or more hours a week, according to that Glad study. Adrian Shaw is one of the study's head researchers for decades now popular understandings of the gaming audience have made people really think it's a core small group of adolescent cisgender white heterosexual males playing video games and it that hasn't been true for a long time and glad says there's an idea among game developers and the public that audiences are more resistant to LGBTQ characters than they actually are here's Tristan Mara glad's head of research the large majority of non-LGBTQ gamers are not dissuaded by LGBTQ representation. It makes no difference in their likelihood to buy or play. Recently, there have been a handful of major games with prominent LGBTQ characters, like Ellie from The Last of Us, who's lesbian. I shouldn't have kissed you in front of all of those people. And no, you were drunk, that's fine. Well, still, I just, I don't want you to
0: think. No, I'm not reading into it or anything.
1: Or the 2015 game Life is Strange, developed by Don't Nod Entertainment, where the main female characters Max and Chloe could end up together. You can afford to take chances whenever and whatever you want to try. For example, I dare you to kiss me. What? Michelle Kaur is the co-creator of Life is Strange. He said Don't Nod started as an independent game studio, so they had creative control.
0: And at a point, we needed funding, so we went to meet publishers. We got some feedbacks from some publisher that, oh no, this won't sell. We cannot publish this game, even if it looks cool.
1: But they did find a major game studio that would take that chance. Square Enix published Life is Strange with no changes. They say it went on to have over 20 million players. But many companies are still reluctant, and Core says in the end, video games are a business.
0: Everybody is making calculation and wants to know the numbers, wants to know if there is too much risk by adding more LGBTQ themes or not.
1: The risk is significant in overseas markets where that content could get a game banned.
0: If we were to release the game in Russia, for example, we wouldn't have been able to include this romance, this arc.
1: Glad hopes their new data will encourage companies and maybe even the world to embrace LGBTQ representation in games. Katie Klein, NPR News, Washington.